0: Welcome to the Christchurch Vienna podcast, gathering the theological and liturgical resources of Christchurch, the Anglican Church in Vienna, Austria. For more information about the ministry of Christchurch, visit us at ChristchurchVienna.org. You are listening to the Book of Common Prayer service from October 3rd, 2021.
1: Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts be open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of Thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love Thee, and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
2: Our Lord Jesus Christ said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, There is none other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Lord, Lord, have have mercy upon us. Write write all these these thy laws in our hearts.
1: We beseech thee. We join our prayers with the church throughout the world on the collect appointed for harvest thanksgiving. Eternal God, you crown the year with your goodness and you give us the fruits of the earth in their season. Grant that we may use them to your glory for the relief of those in need and for our own well-being. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
3: Reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice. For the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field. for The pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floor shall be full of grain, the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. I will pay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: The psalm appointed for the day is Psalm 126, which can be found on page 593. We shall read this antiphonally. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again, the captivity of Zion, then were we like unto them that dream.
3: Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue.
2: Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them.
3: Yea, the Lord hath done great things for us already. Whereof we rejoice.
2: Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers in the south.
3: They that sow in tears shall reap in joy.
2: He that now goeth on his way weeping, and beareth forth good seed, shall doubtless come again with joy and bring his sheaths with him. Glory be Be to the the Father, and and to the Son, and and to the Holy Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is is now, and shall be, world without end. end. Amen.
0: The Holy Gospel is written in the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning at the 25th verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Says the
1: Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins and look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. The prophet Joel, in our passage this morning, suggests that the hope of eternity is found in remembering the great deeds of God in the past and in the present. Let's take a brief look. Joel was a prophet. It's hard to say more than that because there are no historical markers in this book bearing his name, which makes him hard to place in time. Scholars tend to think of him as later, probably during the time of Ezra and Nehemiah, and most of his prophecy up to our passage is quite striking. It tells of the judgment of God against his people for their sin, taking one of its images as that of locusts. Joel suggests that another nation will rise up at the direction of God and swarm Israel just as a plague of locusts might, devouring the land and the crops, causing starvation and death, laying waste. It will drive God's people to despair. Now, I'm not sure about you, but I certainly identify with this state of being. Sin, rebellion, and fallenness of this world certainly wears me out. Whether it's the offensiveness of people, the devastation of disease, the disruption of life in this corrupt existence, the polarization of society, the many and varied disappointments of the news, the loneliness of isolation, I could keep going, it's all exhausting. These last 18 months have been an incredible challenge in many ways. And sin, evil, rebellion against God, the darkness of our hearts lies somewhere in the middle of it. I don't think my, my sin caused the pandemic. But I don't think it's helped either. It hasn't made it better. And in, in Joel, this is why God punishes his people. For their sin, it's his righteous judgment. And so Joel exhorts them to repentance. Put on sackcloth and lament, you priests. Wail, you ministers of the altar. It seems sensible. Perhaps the only sensible thing. The only response to sin is repentance. But then, about halfway through the book, it turns. Joel writes, Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. Having heard his people cry out in anguish, the Lord responds, and then this is where we get our passage. It it begins with a series of exhortations, first to the land itself and then the animals and finally God's people. Do not fear. Be glad. Rejoice. Why? It's there in verse 21. For the Lord has done great things. What kind of great things? Well, first, he's provided. He's watered the earth with his rain. He's made the ground to produce. He's filled the earth and always been the source of all we need. Think about this for a minute. It's so easy for us to take credit I've employed the seven habits of effectiveness, the 48 rules of power, the 10 steps to success. I've engineered my own achievements. I've worked hard and I deserve my rewards. And of course, it is good to be wise and to work hard. But do not forget, it is the Lord who ultimately provides. Verse 26 puts it like this, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. In restoring his people, God has provided and will continue to provide. The Lord has dealt wondrously with us. It's so very clear. But even more so, he's not just provided, he's protected. It's subtle, but but look at that next verse, the final verse in our reading. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. This is a reference, a a remarkable callback to a refrain established in Exodus and repeated throughout the prophets. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. They shall be my people, and I will be their God in faithfulness and righteousness. The Lord is our God. He has rescued his people from the beginning. He has preserved them, even when they bring judgment upon themselves. He rescues his people in his infinite mercy. But also, thirdly, notice that he makes a promise. Twice in the last two verses, God vows, and my people shall never again be put to shame. This is how we know that he's not just talking about some marginally better immediate future. But all of eternity. For his repentant people, the pain of this mortal and fallen life is but once. Our rescue by God is eternal. Now, of course, you might be wondering, when exactly will be, we be rescued? If the rescue is eternal, but this life is obviously still frustrating, when? Interestingly, the Apostle Peter answers that question, though somewhat indirectly. You see, the very next words in Joel's prophecy, which our reading didn't include, are cited by Peter on the day of Pentecost. There, he claims that Joel's prophecy has been fulfilled, and that, in fact, the rescue to which Joel points is the rescue of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In his death and resurrection, we find our eternal rescue from the power of sin, the consequences of death, and the vexation of life in a fallen world. I pray that you believe this. Christ Jesus died for us, that we might live eternally with him. Ours is to believe. And then, how can we not rejoice, be glad, and praise the name of the Lord forever? In very practical terms, I would urge you to place your hope In remembering our God. In these dark and lonely days, in these depressing and disappointing days, in these frustrating and simply exhausting days, remember the Lord. He has always provided for his people. He has always rescued his people, and even when we deserved his wrath, he had mercy on his people. I don't know what the near future will bring, but we don't have to live in fear. We don't have to live with anxiety. We don't have to worry about what tomorrow brings. For God keeps his promises, and for that we can be thankful. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for saving us through the death and resurrection of your Son. May our hope be ever tied to remembering your many and great mercies. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Amen.
1: All things come of thee, and of thy own do we give thee. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here on earth. Almighty and ever living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to accept our alms and oblations and to receive these our prayers, which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually. The universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all they that do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also to save and defend all Christian kings, princes, and governors, especially thy servant Elizabeth. We pray that under our leaders we would be godly and quietly governed. Grant on to all those who provide counsel, and to all that are put into authority, that they may truly and impartially minister justice to the punishment and wickedness and vice, and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may both, by their life and doctrine, set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments, and to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and specially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all of those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity, We also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace, so to follow their good examples, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Amen. Ye that do truly and earnestly repent of your sins, and are in love and charity with your neighbors, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God, and walking henceforth in His holy ways. Draw near with faith, and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Maker of all things, Judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed, against Thy divine majesty, provoking thus justly, Thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these, our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For Thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever after serve and please Thee in newness of life to the honor and the glory of Thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of His great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all them that with hearty repentance and true faith turn to Him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
2: Hear what comfortable words our Saviour Christ saith unto all that truly turn to him. Come unto me, all that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hear also what St. Paul saith. This is a true saying, and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came in the, into the world to save sinners. Hear also what St. John saith. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins.
1: Lift up your hearts.
2: We
3: lift
1: them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is me, and right, so to do it is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should all at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee. O Lord, holy Father, almighty everlasting God. Therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts. Heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord Most High. Amen. Amen. We say it together We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full perfect and sufficient sacrifice oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world and did institute and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until he comes again hear us merciful father we most humbly beseech thee and grant that we receiving these, Thy creatures of bread and wine, according to Thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of His death and passion, may be partakers of His most blessed body and blood. When the same night that He was betrayed took bread, and when He had given thanks, He brake it, and gave it to His disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is My body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of Me. Likewise, after supper, He took the cup, and when He had given thanks, He gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this. For this is My blood of the New Testament which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of Me. As our Savior Christ has commanded and taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost vouchsafe to feed us who have duly received these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness toward us, and that we are very members incorporate in the mystical body of Thy Son, which is the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of Thy everlasting Kingdom by the merits of the most precious death and passion of Thy dear Son. And we most humbly beseech Thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with Thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship, and do all such good works as Thou hast prepared for us to walk, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end, Amen. Amen.
3: Glory be to God on high.